0: The Go Blue Crew.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Wolverine Sound. This is the Go Blue Crew with Derek Divine and Tyler Fenwick. Switching things up today, and I, Derek, am playing host. Really, for the only reason—really, the only reason—is Tyler is joining me this weekend, and his wife. Sorry, sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Tyler's yeah, wife, no, Monica. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Playing hosts this weekend, and and you know, going to have them come through, and we are going to a Michigan night game together, which I think is going to be absolutely incredible.
0: I was going to save this, Derek, but uh, I still don't remember the town you live in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so no, this is—I mean, for this intro, this is perfect. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we'll call it what it is. Tyler and I haven't seen a whole lot of each other in person so just once you know the the addresses the 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 little you know details that maybe you you think we would know you know sometimes we we miss on those things but you know all that can change this weekend as hopefully uh the weekend is epic in more more ways than than one and and obviously uh, man I hope we can watch a win together we I think you know we know we need it just in general uh and it would just make you know that night so much more memorable.
0: I've got a good track record of Michigan winning games I'm at, especially against Indiana. Now, I know uh, before last year there were 24 in a row, which is almost my entire life. But my point is, uh, Indiana or not, I don't have an exact record, but I know that uh, I'm going to guess I'm batting close to 900 on games I've attended that Michigan wins.
1: That is impressive. Now, you know, gonna make the assumption that you've gotten to the big house less than I have, especially being state away. Uh I don't know that I could come close to that. I would say I'm over five hundred for sure. But I have seen some tough games and, you know, a lot of Rich Rod stuff, some Brady Hoke stuff, uh you know, I, I've seen some L's at the big house and those, you know, those don't sit sit well. You know, I've seen some Michigan, Michigan State uh, games, uh, you know, at the big house. You know, the, the John O'Korn rain game uh, paid oh a ridiculous God. amount of money for good tickets to that game just to have it. Pour. Where were you? I think it was I think I'm at end zone on the south side and maybe 10 rows up. And it wow. just poured the entire time, like downpoured. And then we all know the result of the game, you know, failed hail mary. Shouldn't even had a chance for the hail mary. No. Uh, but that was that was a tough loss. But you know, I, I bring this up because if you look back at the Saturday, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, two top ten teams in East Lansing, you know, even on TV, not even needing to be there, like that's a tough loss. Like that one. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. That
1: one hurts like. You know, it hasn't hurt in a while, uh, and it's 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 not a bad hurt, I guess. But you know, it's, it's the not? it's well, it's the for me, and and we'll talk about this because I think it you know it matters for for what we saw this weekend and what we might see. This is together. gonna be more like therapy, is not yeah, it? yeah? Oh, absolutely. I'm the host. It's, okay. it's always a therapy session <laughs> for me. I think it hurts in a different way because it felt like things were working, like Michigan won that game in a lot of areas they just didn't score more points and so you know they're if you look at the stats if you look at how michigan played even if you go back and watch the film outside of the mistakes and you consider all they had to deal with uh, with you know 17,000 reviews that went michigan state's way like that's a different looking football team that lost in a similar fashion that jim harbaugh teams have always lost but that's a different team in my eye and for me, something I haven't seen, even in a loss, since, you know, maybe 2016.
0: Well, didn't we say the same thing about Penn State 2019? That yeah. big second half, and it's like, oh, wow, this is a different Michigan team. Well, the fact is they still lost, you know. And I know the next week they went out and beat Notre Dame really convincingly, but I'm kind of tired of talking about how Michigan looks different in a loss like I, I need Michigan to win these big rivalry games and it, it doesn't happen so I get where you're coming from and I get where other people are coming from when they talk about this but I'm kind of over it I you know cool you looked different in a loss uh that should not help you sleep any better at night that should not do anything to satisfy you. The fact is you look better in a loss. You look different in a loss. That's, you know, in a loss. Those are three
1: very crucial words at the end of that sentence. What was what was your prediction going into the season that Michigan would finish win-wise?
0: Oh, gosh, you're putting me on the spot, and I don't remember exactly. I just, I just do I, what
1: you do to me. You know, I'm the host. That's
0: I do that to you all the time. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Um, you know, I did it last week predict a Michigan loss in the beginning of the season. I did not. I think I predicted a Michigan win. Did I say seven and five or eight and four? Pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty I'm confident it was Pretty sure. I
1: think one, both were probably mentioned, but I think you went seven and five. And, I, and I'm pretty sure you had them losing to to Indiana this weekend maybe because you were really high okay. in Indiana heading into the weekend. Well, so was the rest of the world. But I say that because, you know, you're absolutely right. It, it doesn't really feel better. Because it's still a loss, and, and you don't win those games. I guess the difference I'm talking about is if you go back to our predictions or our expectations for the season. You know, there are multiple people that expected three, four losses. You know, some some more, um, and and you That's know then there's people the that are a little bit more, you know, uh, optimistic like me. So I think that um, they're still way ahead of what I expected, and I think they showed enough to where. They, they could salvage the season. It's probably not going to happen. So I, I hope that no one actually is getting their hopes up for that, especially with what we saw on Saturday and not being able to win that game where they dominated in a lot of the key areas. But for me, you know, it's still they're ahead of, of where I thought they'd be and I have confidence going into this weekend, you know, which we'll talk about against Indiana, still feeling like they're, you know, the significantly better team and, and should win this in convincing fashion. Now they might not, you know, the, the biggest thing that I'm looking out for is how A Jim Harbaugh team that loses like they lost this weekend responds because I've never responded to loss as well. That's why they don't win bowl games. You get murdered by Ohio state. You are done for the season. (laughs) You don't want to hang around and practice for another month when your other students are going on Christmas break, like you do not care. And so I think it's too early to not care. I think number nine helps them. You know, you're in the top 10 and you see what happens every single weekend in college football with good teams losing. I mean, you could get right back into the conversation. And maybe have to prove it against Ohio State and you know we both know the result to that more than likely but you could give yourself another chance to to, to be a part of the conversation and, and that's not something we've seen Jim Harbaugh really come back and do you know they responded to losing to Iowa that season well uh, but then obviously you know ended up losing anyway and so even though they recovered there and that was a recovery game against Indiana because I was at that game so all that to say, I think Indiana this weekend is the right team to play, and you know, for me, I definitely prefer that they're this version of Indiana compared to the version of Indiana you thought they would be going into the season.
0: If you're okay with it, I want to run through the many thoughts that I had because it it kinda it all relates back to the the way I felt in the beginning of the season. And so some of these are contradictory. I texted you that. I was like, I have so many things going on in my head. Some of them contradict each other. I'm thinking Harbaugh loses another rivalry game going back to the beginning of the season. Um, you look at Michigan state, Ohio state. I think, you know, I, I probably picked that one and one beating Michigan state, losing to Ohio state. But the fact is, Jim Harbaugh now is 3-4 and four against Michigan State, 0-5 against Ohio State. You know, probably should be owned 6 didn't play last year. Um, <laughs> another thing I talked to you about is, is this is frustrating for me, and I'm sure it's frustrating for Harbaugh, but Ohio State and Michigan State can just plug in new coaches and immediately get a beat on him. Mel Tucker's 2-0, and o, Ryan Day, uh, again, you know, should be 2-0, and o, but he's 1-0. Uh, this is the start of a familiar pattern. Michigan falls off at the end of the season. I went there and counted because I couldn't find an exact number. I'm going to trust my math. 13-7 and seven in November, um, not counting last season. I thought it was a weird to count last season because of how the schedule, right. of the season was delayed. So 13-7 and, no s- uh, and seven in November before last season. 14-10 and 10 if you want to count last season, whatever. Uh, you l- lost to a top-10 team on the road. I know it's a rivalry game it's hard to like hold that against you know somebody losing to a top 10 team on the road i think mcnamara is your team's quarterback i think that much is clear two touchdowns he had interception um my feeling on the interception is that wasn't the time to force anything but given the situation he was going to have to force it at some point so i wasn't like broken up about that because you figured you know a high risk throw was coming eventually 383 yards and then the the thing that uh, I felt mean writing down pointing out is is just how much Michigan fans blame the refs for everything and I don't know how you feel about this we haven't talked about officiating a lot but my hypothesis is that because many Michigan fans double as Lions fans I know Lions fans are very good at blaming referees. I don't care at all about the National Football League. I especially don't care about the Lions. I'm happy Matthew Stafford got out, whatever. Okay. I know that these fans are very good at blaming refs, and that happens all the time. I don't know how you feel about that, though.
1: Yeah, I feel, you know, I feel a little indifferent about that. You know, for, for me, I've always been able to avoid it, even in games where it feels like people are going crazy uh, and complain about calls. Uh, you know, but there's two, two times, you know, in particular where I actually had to reflect, you know, I, I'll think about a win for a long time. Love talking about wins, but dude, I will think about a loss forever. It will consume my mind. And one of the things that I was just thinking through is, you know, I feel like, man, this is, I guess it's hard to, it's hard to describe. But I feel like this game actually, you know, the the refs mattered. And the other time would be 2016 and Ohio State with the spot. And so, for me, you know, it's part of the game. And, you know, what happened happened. It will not be changed. It would have never been changed. You know, those decisions were made. I think, you know, just like Harbaugh said, Harbaugh did a great job being very simple about it after the game, not wanting to talk about it after the game. You know, came out and, and talked about the fumble touchdown Uh, overturned specifically which I do agree with that was kind of a bad call especially from Harbaugh's lens he can't see those videos and so he's wondering if it's a half a shin or a shin and you know and he doesn't think it's a fair call even not seeing the film and and that's just you know trusting that a, a longtime football coach football player you know actually you know is right in that situation so these are the only two games or those are the only two games I've ever felt that way other than that I usually avoid it. but regardless of what happened officials wise, you know Michigan gave up uh, some pretty big plays uh, in the second half and they obviously allowed Michigan State to, to not only score two touchdowns but to convert on two two-point conversions and, and those are defensive breakdowns uh, and, and that is not excusable and, and, and refs don't even factor in in that part.
0: Yeah I something told me when I was sitting there in like the third quarter, and Michigan had a 16-point lead. Every Saturday, I I have a little Michigan lunchbox, and I put, like, four or five beers in there so I don't have to ever get up and go back to the fridge during the day. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to grab another one in the third quarter because I was feeling good with 16 points. And something told me, like, no, don't relax yet. And sure enough, like things fall apart, or maybe fall apart isn't even the right word. Like like there were some mistakes, but it was just a matter of like Michigan State made more plays than you. They cashed in on their good drives with touchdowns, whereas you settled for too many field goals. It was things like that. And next thing you know, uh it's a game again. Michigan's trying to come from behind. Uh, there's a couple fumbles and and then the interception. Like, it unraveled pretty slowly, and then at the end it fell apart. But something told me, just don't relax yet. Don't don't grab that beer. And I never even – I didn't take a drink the rest of the day until I left to some Halloween thing at night. But, the, you know, I just – I had a, some kind of sixth sense about it. And I think it's because I don't trust – Michigan. I don't trust Jim Harbaugh in these rivalry games. I just don't like when the team is as good or better than you. I just don't really trust them. And we have a good reason to not trust them, which sucks. But that's kind of where I was Saturday. And it's where I've been, where a
1: lot of us have been for years now. I think at 16 up, I was starting to relax you know felt that I could actually maybe relax they had just looked so dominant in the first half and and this is you know one of those things where it makes it feel different again you know go look at Cade's numbers those are historic against Michigan State ever like that dude balled out like he played incredible receivers played incredible Andrew Anthony you know all of a sudden is a star uh you know he has to do something else this season uh but you know popped off in a rivalry game, you know, those are big time moments that will be remembered by a lot of people uh, for a long time. That was,
0: that was the equivalent to Ricky white last year, just coming out of nowhere and tearing apart. Oh, this was, I would say this
1: is so much more elevated because of the rankings. And then the, you know, the fact that we know what last season went on to be for even both teams, but especially Michigan, but you know, this, you know, and then, you know, Kenneth Walker, you know, obviously a Heisman, contestant i said that i didn't think he'd get there i think he can get there michigan state just gotta win football games to do it oh
0: remember when i asked you if he was gonna if uh in new york at the heisman ceremony if they were gonna play his highlight reel from michigan oh 100
1: (laughs) all five touchdowns
0: (laughs) oh yeah that's not even a question anymore it's only gonna be highlights from the michigan game
1: but yeah that's all it should be you know 16 up feeling relaxed felt like things were We're moving along and but I came into the second half knowing like you know just that same perspective you you mentioned like this could go bad like this could go wrong but you know I gave him I gave him benefit of the doubt I went into the second half feeling confident and you know you give up that first touchdown. I'm like, okay, and and then you you know they convert on the two point conversion. I'm like, that's not good. They're literally within a score, and then I was like, okay, here's where it will fall apart. Like if it's going to fall apart, they're not going to be able to respond to this, and Michigan State's going to take over, and that's exactly what happened. And so I saw it coming. You know, it's just all too familiar. Uh, But you know, look at the numbers, and and just looking at you know what we did see from Cade. Um, and even, the, you know, the adversity JJ's going to face after that um, or during that, you know, I think it's it's an interesting team and just more curious than ever to see how they'll respond. And, you know, I think that's what makes this weekend uh, a good game. I, you know, one, you get the night environment. I think that's going to be cold, uh, so be prepared. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a good, fun atmosphere, you know, a top 10 team still looking to bounce back. Uh, and, and against a team that's you know what through 16 quarterbacks now and, and can't seem to almost to get things yeah. going, you know, even if they do during a game or show signs, you know, they, uh, you know, run into a lot of issues this year, but yeah, I mean, first thing like general, like what are your thoughts on this weekend? What do you expect? Uh, what do you think will happen?
0: Well, before I say that, what if I told you Michigan is number seven in the first college football playoff rankings
1: that is happening right now. Correct. As we report. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. I pulled it up. Number 7.
1: Okay. You know, see I so things see things seven. are within reach. You know, if players don't respond with that opportunity, good lord, he's got to go. That's when I'll be on board. <laughs> <laughs> um I think Indiana is
0: a team that is trending downward very quickly and it's crazy. They were the darling of the Big 10 last year. I'll be the first one to admit we even did a whole show about it. Because um, I said that Michigan was the fourth best team in the Big Ten East, and Indiana had surged above them. That has not played out the way I thought it would. Now they're probably not even going to make it to a bowl game. They need to win out to do that. Michigan's a 19 and a half point favorite. Uh, like I said earlier, they snapped a 24 game losing streak when they won last year. And yes, on their 16th quarterback is a true freshman. Uh, Donovan McCauley I couldn't find his first name Donovan McCauley He's from my neck of the woods Here in Indianapolis By the way Uh, This is a team Like If you're Michigan And you're You know Trying to like Salvage Something good Still from this season Which is totally possible Like One game Is not gonna wreck it all This is the type of game That you need to uh, Pretty much Dominate Coming off of that loss like that, I th- it's, it's one of those weeks like you need to leave not a shred of doubt on the field about who you are and what you're capable of. If you go out and win 20 to 10, you're not going to have too many c- people convinced that this is a truly a new and improved Michigan team. If you go out and win by you know 25 and look good in the process, yeah, you know, then we can look ahead to Penn State. We can you know reevaluate perhaps. Into season showdown against Ohio State, but I so it's nothing in particular. Like I don't need to see any more from Cade McNamara to tell me that he's like a quarterback capable of winning the Big Ten or whatever. Like, like I think I've seen everything at this point. I need it all to come together for a dominating performance against a team that is just it's spiraling right now in Indiana. I I need to see it for uh, a full uh 50 no i'm sorry i was thinking of a 60 minute game which it is never mind yes i need to see it for a full 50 minutes you can give me 10 minutes off but i need 50 minutes of domination
1: yeah i I think i'm right with you you know i think that uh we're more likely to see that again i I think that you know things feel different enough at least with the way even the way coach harbaugh is talking after uh you know, super simple, like a, you know, 16 words total in the in the post game press conference. But you know, hopped on the you know the pod and and talked in length uh, about you know things that happened during the game. You know, really upbeat about it. So he's out there defending his players. You know, being a good coach. Uh, Do you think
0: that's what Jim Harbaugh calls it, the pod?
1: Yeah, oh, I'm sure he's. Yeah, guys, gotta go, hop on, gotta go get on the pod. Gotta go get on the pod. Doing an ep. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, no, you know, I just think even the way he's talking, you know, the confidence he has, I think that they have confidence in themselves, and I I don't think that they'll fall off at this point. You know, again, night game, a big opportunity to, to show that you're impressive against a weaker team, uh, and I, I'm pretty confident that they can do it. I don't know that they will, uh, just because you don't know how you you might shell up um, just to keep, get guys healthy and you know keep the the play call simple to not give anyway in the second half. But I feel like this first half could be dominant. Uh, and I think that's what we'll see. And, and maybe at halftime, we'll have a, a different confidence uh, than obviously we did last weekend. Uh, Cause if you blow it to Indiana, then I think everybody jumps off the train.
0: Well, Indiana is uh, at least defensively reminds me of Michigan state because they give up a lot of yards through the air. And so does Michigan state, as we talked about last week. And Michigan got their yards like Cade McNamara had his career game against Michigan state. The difference here is that the Spartans, you know, they, they, they clamp down when you get near that red zone and Michigan settled for a lot of field goals as we've talked about, uh, Indiana does not do that. (laughs) So this could be a good week to like get back on track with, you know, finishing drives, Uh, finding new tendencies maybe Michigan becomes so run heavy and I know it's tempting like you have a good enough offensive line you got two very capable backs we saw an end around down there uh, last week but you working out that little stuff that takes three points and turns it into seven that's how you beat Michigan State that's how you give yourself a shot against Ohio State that's how you beat Penn State in a couple weeks uh, you're you're going to get your yards against Indiana, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Cade McNamara go for another 300 plus. But you need to be able to finish those drives, and it may not cost you against Indiana. But if you want to be a team that you know truly takes the next step, you need to figure those things out now so that you can beat Penn State and, like I said, you know give yourself a shot against Ohio State. That's that's one of those little things that you can work out against a team like Indiana.
1: Yeah, I think Michigan comes out throwing the ball. You know, I think they need to get the run game going too so I can see him, you know, giving it uh – you know, a lot of a lot of space to operate, you know, probably share half the plays, if not still more run plays than pass plays. But maybe not a 70-30 game like we've seen or, or worse. Uh, I think Cade, you know, showed enough last week to where he at least deserves, you know, to, to be able to go out there and sling the rock around and just, you know, get the reps in. If, if a guy like Andrew Anthony can be as, as dominant as he was against Michigan State and Cade can throw the ball like he was against Michigan State, like – you have to start throwing the ball in every game because you know that you're going to need it at the on the road at Penn State. You might even need it against Maryland. Uh, you're going to need it against Ohio State for sure. So I think they they let them throw. Uh, what I'm trying to to figure out is how much we see JJ because it seemed like Harbaugh was you know not going to move away from that. So you think we'll see as much as we did against Michigan State more? What are your thoughts there?
0: No. Yeah. I think. Uh... You see him just as much. I think his his uh, his role may continue to expand. Not necessarily against Indiana, but uh, you know, down the road, final stretch of the season, I would totally expect that. It reminds me a bit of another different situations, but when uh, um, um, Ronnie Bell, when he when he dropped that that touchdown uh, against uh, Penn State you know, and people like rallied around him. Uh, it's, it's obviously, you know, like I said, a different situation, but, but JJ McCarthy's fumble, like directly led to Michigan state, right. ultimately sealing this game. Right. Uh, and that's gotta be tough for him to deal with. I mean, he's what? 18. Mm. I mean, that's, you mm. know, that's just like, I guess I, would, you know, 18, 19. Uh, he can't be old. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's going to be really difficult for him to deal with. And if you're, Jim Harbaugh, if if you're Josh Gaddis, like there's no better way to tell a guy that that we still believe in you and still think that you have um, something to contribute to this team. No better way to say that than continuing to give him opportunities. So maybe it's not a bunch of high leverage situations against Indiana. Hopefully those don't even exist. But you still work him into the game. You still let him throw the ball around a little bit. I mean, that was a great pass he had to Anthony and in the end zone, just let him go up and get it. Uh, You you still definitely have to do that. So if we don't see a whole lot of JJ McCarthy, I'll be a little worried. Uh, And I won't assume that it's just the coaching staff, not trusting him or giving him an opportunity at that point. Like I might wonder, did they see something in practice that lets them know like his confidence is just shot right now. Right. Cause you know, that wouldn't be like the most surprising thing in the world considering what just happened. So I, I do hope to see him uh, because it, it'll just be a good sign that he and the coaching staff are, are moving on from last week.
1: Yeah. I'll take that even further and just say that for me, it, I think he's going to, I think he's going to probably have a couple of plays if he does play. Uh, and I think that will be good for his confidence too and even restore some of the confidence. I mean, people wanted to beat up in him so much all from the angle of, you know, you wanted him over Cade. Like, you know, unfair definitely for the situation uh, and just a tough moment for a young kid like you said anyway. So if this kid's truly special though, I think he, you know, he'll he'll take that and he'll, you know, he'll turn that into something. Uh, that's just kind of you know his mentality or at least how he you know approaches the game and, and has confidence in himself so you know we need to see more on the field uh, but you know he came in in some important moments and he, he had you know some highlight plays uh, you, you know both ways very positive very negative uh, how he responds will be pretty critical just to that whole quarterback room you know that will help Cade too if Cade's split in time with someone who doesn't have confidence all of a sudden that's going to be hard because uh, then Cade's going to want to be in there all the time but I think we see both of them I think we like something from both of them and overall I think we we like the, the result of this game so we'll end with that you know what's your prediction.
0: Michigan. I think uh, this, you know, you may not get the 60 minutes of pure domination, but we should be able to, somewhere in the third quarter, start enjoying it a little bit, just kind of like having fun, thinking about, you know, what a a game against Penn State is going to look like the next week. Uh, I I can't see this being too stressful. And it has, you know, quite a bit to do too with the fact that IU is going to be playing a, a true freshman quarterback making a second start at night in the big house. That's, I mean, nobody is prepared for that. You can't be that young and inexperienced and and be prepared for that. So I I think Michigan handles this one pretty, not easily, but uh, it, it it shouldn't be stressful uh, too far into the second half maybe
1: we got 31-13, uh, you know, similar. Uh, I just feel like Michigan's going to put up points again. You know, they scored 30 in a loss. That's a lot of points. That's, you know, great offensive production. Even when, uh, you know, a lot of those points were from field goals. You know, it's still it's still points. You know, got them plus 30. Uh, like you said, they've got to convert a little bit better this weekend. I think we'll see that. Uh, 31, you know, also accounts for uh, a game where they could be running it up and, you know, not need to keep the foot on the gas. You know, this is the... The time of season where where things in November, like you said, where Michigan struggled in general, and guys are starting to hurt, uh, and you know moments are getting big. You know you can maybe shut it down early in this game if you you've got it in control. So I think I think we'll get that sense by halftime. You know even more so in the third quarter. Uh, but yeah, you know defense has to has to continue to get better, and I think that they're going to have some some moments this weekend. I think Indiana's going to get some points on the board, uh, but this should be one Michigan runs away with
0: oh yeah no doubt and I want to clarify that the reason I believe uh Cade McNamara is Michigan's undisputed starter is much more to do with how well he played against Michigan State as opposed to the couple mistakes that J.J. McCarthy made I don't want to be in the camp of like oh this dumb freshman came in sit him on the bench Uh, I'm not in that camp uh Cade McNamara looked super impressive that's you know i just wanted to clear up my position there
1: yeah no I, and i think that's a super fair too and you know i, I think both quarterbacks um, need to keep the confidence you know cage should have a ton of it even in a loss you know like you said interception at the end but you know you're trying to make throws uh in tight spots in a crucial moment of the game you know those those things happen a lot of games uh end on turnovers uh when, it, when a team's trying to to be the last one to score and so yeah you know i think you know most importantly i think it's going to be a fun weekend let's you know revisit the fact that we get to enjoy this game uh and i hope it's just that tyler i hope we enjoy this game because of a michigan win i i would be pretty crushed and i know that we would both be pretty crushed if if michigan <laughs> lost and you know if we have to process that together on the on the ride home you know we can do that but hey let's let's hope to to watch a win and, and talk a win next week
0: Oh man, I'm looking forward to looking forward to to getting there. Uh, I hope you got some whiskey ready. Absolutely. And, you know, you can it. just enjoy the weekend.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's all we have this time on the Go Blue Crew on Wolverine Sounds. Thanks for tuning in. Go Blue. Go
0: Blue.